This is Jack Scallions. Would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? Years ago, on a trip to Israel, I was intrigued by the sound of the roar of what seemed like a million cheering voices. I walked across my hotel uh, room that day to a window and observed a soccer stadium that was located many, many miles from my hotel. As on that day, I have often marveled at the enthusiasm of a major sporting event. I have on occasion heard that remarkable exuberance compared to the relative cold dullness of the average church service. To compare the two, the grandeur of the one against the seeming tameness of the other is truly apples to oranges, no, no, more like peanuts to pumpkins. Who can deny the rousing excitement of a marching band or cheers from bulging stands, bright colored uniforms, mega bright screens, and meticulously lined astroturf? That kind of environment would bring the quietest introvert to his feet. To the dedicated fan sitting for hours on uncomfortable seats in all types of weather, paying a hefty price for tickets, is all part of the experience and not only necessary but a good investment because our favorite team is playing. The long lines are not wearisome, forced to sit by someone a bit unsavory, even obnoxious, maybe even a bit tipsy is okay for the event. Still we go and still we talk for days before and after about the details of that experience. Now if you contrast that with the average church service, the same songs are sung until many know them by heart. The same people address those attending from the same book. Everyone gathers in the same facility weekly with no seasonal break. The meeting generally lasts about an hour with very few variations. The discussions are usually over the same topics. There are reminders of shortcomings and life practices and eternal destinations with each meeting concluding with a call to those attending to privately and publicly express their personal response as to how they intend to alter their lifestyle or eternal destination. There are no sponsors, halftime shows, or timeouts for advertisements. The goal is not to entertain, but to dispense truth and to see those truths implemented. It is a preparatory time with the last words meant to being a starting point instead of a climax. A strange kinship, almost a family atmosphere is present, and there seems to be a joy at simply being present as its own reward. The casual observer should be able to tell immediately that a comparison of the two is inescapably apples to oranges, or better still, as I said before, peanuts to pumpkins. Be assured there is a marked difference. The two happenings are unblendable. Enjoy each one in its place. But note the impossibility of pressing one into the mold of the other. To emulate the atmosphere of the stadium into the sanctuary or redesign the church structure so that the Sunday morning crowd is a reflection of the Saturday afternoon big game is at best problematic and at the worst will bear unscriptural consequences. I must also add, do not be fooled by crowd size. Keep in mind that the big game is seasonal and draws spectators from a large area even across state lines. 
God in his wisdom established the church to be a body of born-again believers meeting as autonomous groups in local areas, each with assigned leaders and a uniform purpose to evangelize the lost, mature the saints, and to carry out the Great Commission, first to our Jerusalem and then to the ends of the earth. To entertain the participants is way down the program, if it's even on it at all. I can see that the church of my Savior carries with it its own brand of excitement for the true believer. To one, it may manifest itself in an external outward show of happiness. To another, a quiet resolve of heart. These expressions of worship are as varied as the ones attending. I read that today, Neyland Stadium in Knoxville, Tennessee, has a seating capacity of a smidge over 102,000 people. I also read that there are over 700 churches in Knoxville proper. Imagine if the believer of that one city and those in the surrounding towns within a 100-mile radius were to meet in a combined gathering, 10 Neyland stadiums could not contain the crowd. The point is, crowd size is no gauge for a comparison between a sporting event and a church service. Just as it is impossible to measure worship in decibels. One day, and I believe it'll be very soon, the trumpet will sound, the eastern sky will break, and all believers from Pentecost till the rapture will assemble. The redeemed of the ages will sit down at a table stretched from sky to sky under a canopy of a trillion stars. We will blend our voices in praise to the King of Kings. Ten thousand times ten thousand angels will look on in amazement. Never has there been a meeting like this one. I'd like to believe that I'll use my new voice from my new glorified body that day to join the jubilation. But then again, I might just be on my knees so full of gratitude, so full to make a sound. Either way, I know that all earthly assemblies will pale in comparison as every knee that day shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is Jack Scallions. I want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity today to share just a few moments from my heart to yours. <music>